Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of A Streetcar Named Desire. I watched the second half of A Streetcar Named Desire. And this is is the the other half. Summer Classic Movies. Hi, I'm Robert Osborne. (laughs) Welcome to Summer Classic Movies. (laughs) This week, we're talking about... A Streetcar Named Desire. A classic movie on many regards featuring Marlon Brando and other people you probably don't remember. <laughs> Written by uh, Tennessee Williams. Yeah. Directed by Elia Kazan. All those people I don't know nowadays. The so, you, yeah, sorry, what were you going to say? Nothing, I was just going to say some bullshit. Continue. <laughs> What I was going to ask is, what are your thoughts on this movie before going into it? Because this is a classic okay. film. We're going to be watching classic movies yes, this, this month. summer. This was actually old... a recommendation by a friend of mine, yeah. actually. Do, do you want to shout out their first name? Sure, Susie. Yeah. She, was, she watches old films, and she's like, hey, have you seen this movie? And I'm like, I've always wanted to. So, yeah, so we're doing movies that are before, I think the 80s is what we kind of like thought of. Basically. Like, off. Yeah. I feel like what? Like that, old-timey that's... classic film. That's over 40 years. I feel like that's, at that point, you kind of know. Like a bona fide classic Yeah, film. a bona fide classic at this yeah. point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like movies that are just like in the back of your head. You feel like you know a scene from them, but you don't know the context. Or like it. so many things reference it yeah, nowadays yeah, yeah. or movie culture, maybe the 90s or something, or 2000s, like may have referenced it because it's so old and ingrained. Right, right, right. Um. What was the one we did recently with the actor? Mermaids. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sunset Boulevard. Boulevard. That was it. Yeah, that, that was, was another that, good that was one, one of those classic ones that we haven't seen. Uh, right. And A Streetcar Named Desire was another one of those. And also great because up until two years ago, uh-huh. maybe a year or two ago, I was like, A Streetcar Named Desiree. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what you thought the title I always was. always thought it was called that for some <laughs> I reason. I was the one that corrected you on that. There I was probably you. many people who yeah. corrected me on that. But I kept calling it Desiree, and I looked at it, and I'm like, that's how that's you spell how Desiree, spelled Desiree, right? Spelled, yeah. No, no, it's not. No, Desire. And I don't think I ever heard anyone say it. I've only seen it, like, read. Or oh. there have always been puns of it, like a streetcar named, like, Derek or some dumb shit like that. <laughs> you know, so I've never actually sure. heard the actual name title of the piece and what's great about it is i still don't quite understand what the name means right okay so even even in this uh even after seeing the second half of this movie there is a streetcar Uh that takes uh what's her name blanche blanche to because she's arrived in uh new orleans and the streetcar is named desire because i believe that's the part of new orleans that she's being taken to oh okay so oh. that's what it's called. She, the, literally, the movie opens with her, with Blanche leaving the train station and sh- saying, like, I'm looking for a streetcar named Desire. And then someone, like, uh, yeah. points to the streetcar and the streetcar has the word Desire on it. Uh-huh. And I got to tell you, as somebody who has heard the title a many a time, I'm like, this is a little goofy. <laughs> yeah. This is like when, when, a mov- when a, like, a movie nowadays is like, we need a uh, we need a suicide squad or it's whatever. It's basically like that. It it's a, bit it's like a little that. a little drilled in, but also it's the first one. What are yeah, you gonna do? That's what true. Do you gonna do? And they never say it again. The, well, they say it one more time. Oh, okay, <laughs> never say it in my half. She says it one more time when she's talking to her sister, and she her her sister's like, "I got on that street car named Desire, and I came down here." And I'm just like, "Okay, he got it, Tennessee Williams." So I like how. You're doing an accent for all the ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you got Marlon Brando, who just talks like this, you dead god woman. You're talking like this. You got a fucking thing. You got a gig and dunging. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He doesn't talk like this. He doesn't. He, but he talks like this a little bit. Yeah, just yeah, Just yeah. like this a little bit. Mike, this movie was crazy. I always thought this movie took place in, like, New York because the only yeah. part I had ever seen 
was Marlon Brando saying, "Hey, Stella!" when he's in the stand. Oh yeah, yeah. God, I I said like so. I it feels weird saying that. <laughs> Stella. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, he's in the street and he's got that accent. And I just always assumed this movie was. I mean, that's place fair. In New York he, or Boston he, or Chicago or something. It's great because like his that. accent just has a permanent drunk to it oh yeah because yeah, i mean yeah, he's yeah. also drunk most of the time this he's movie got seems. an alcohol problem so yeah. he oh, he has just the greatest accent ever just yeah constantly being yelling and sweating most people didn't like him probably right back in the day because they considered him not a very good actor because he wasn't enunciating his lines he was he's stumbling all he's over stumbling all over but as someone who stumbles over their own words a lot <laughs> and slurs their speech right. even though i'm not drunk yeah right now <laughs> i swear um i i can relate yeah well see <laughs> people talk like that th- that's people- the thing it's like this was sort of i believe this is sort of like the turning point to screen acting where it was like favoring realism over you know the fake early years of screen acting where it was it was all very very stage oh, 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 what is very it? stage the played. west atlantic or whatever the, po- the west oh you uh, know the way that they would always talk back in the day like very enunciate speak so everyone could do it but yeah. like uh, but this is this is marlon in- brando everyone actually except for blanche but that's on purpose i think speaks yeah. in a very sort of like natural way like there's one part where blanche is talking to somebody who lives above i can't remember her name but lives above um marlon brando and blanche's sister and she speaks in like a very real like new orleans accent i'm mm-hmm. just like wow like is she from like did they just go to new orleans and like get people to speak like that's isn't that's that amazing wi- to see from back in the I day know. isn't it know? wild to think that like in the 50s where it's like clearly this is a set the whole oh, thing yeah is a set. everything's clearly a set. A set yeah um you know and that's why i didn't even recognize it as new orleans for a little <laughs> bit i was like well this is some interesting architecture but yeah. it doesn't quite feel like new orleans also like usually i don't mind movies in sets in, well not in sets but also in black and white like oh, usually yeah. not a big deal to me but for some reason this movie like kind of hard to parse what was going on especially because they keep describing colors a lot oh They're like oh this co- this jacket is is bright blue it's actually more of a magenta and i'm mm. just like whatever you say i can't see <laughs> that never came up in it's, my it's weird movie. i don't know something about it like the colors and i don't know about like this might be also just the stylings of like early 1950s, mm. but like I couldn't tell the difference between nightwear and dresses for women. I was like, <laughs> is she in a dress or is she just wearing her nightgown still? I don't quite understand what's yeah. going on. It is funny because yeah, a lot of times they'll just be, which I was actually kind of impressed with. Is there's mo- multiple times where uh, Blanche and her sister, I can't just keep calling her sister, Stella, uh, Stella, obviously, yeah, uh, Stella and Blanche are just getting undressed in front of each other, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, back in the 50s, this must have been like fucking radical like seeing crazy. women going from like nightwear or going from <laughs> like normal wear to like nightwear yeah that's true uh and then it's funny because they'll be they'll they're still relatively dressed Clothed, you know yeah. but then men will like pop in and be and they'll be like oh, don't look at me and we're just like you're just wearing like you know like a dress like you're still wearing clothing yeah uh, I but think back in the day the sensibilities were i was different. gonna say i think this movie is very dated yeah, yeah in yeah. a lot of ways yeah but and far as far as like culturally, like yeah. in far terms of like relationships between men and women, mm-hmm. mental health descriptions, stuff like that, very dated. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think that's really a detriment. It's almost like peeking into a little like time. Yeah. Well, it's capsule also of it's like, written in the time that it takes place in. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So, so it's like looking a little time capsule, but it's just like man. I mean, you know, the fifties was what? That's seventy years ago. Yeah. That's a long time, <laughs> That's dude. A very long. I That's know, a but... long time from now. Yeah. 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 Everyone yeah. in this movie's dead. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah unless yeah. maybe the baby's not dead. <laughs> oh like, yeah, I forgot ba- that Stella's pregnant. Yeah, which is wild to me. I'll get to that later. Yeah. 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 Um, what I'm 
so fascinated about this movie, and I'm curious to hear about your half, mm-hmm. is I don't know, like, are we supposed to be, like, a fourth player in this, like, story? Because, like... How so? I don't know who I like. Because at first I liked Marlon Brando, because he seemed like a cool guy <laughs> who wasn't falling for Blanche's bullshit. Uh-huh. But then he turns into this, like, abusive, alcoholic, like, guy. And then I'm like, okay... Now I think I like Stella. And then Stella's like, oh, Marlon Brando is my lover. And, you know, sometimes he hits me, but that's fine. And he, he always feels bad afterwards. I'm like, I don't know if I really like Stella anymore. Uh, I guess I like Blanche now. And then Blanche is like a crazy person who I'm pretty sure has like bipolar disorder. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm like, I don't know if I like Stella either. So I, I just went up like Mitch. I didn't like Mitch. <laughs> Mike, I got, I got news for you. You're probably not going to like Mitch by the end of this. <laughs> So it's like, I'm watching, which is like, there, there's nothing wrong with a, a movie full of bad people. I guess it's just sort of like, again, amazing to watch a movie from the early 50s of it's just like, all these people are bad. And they're all, I guess Stella's like the least bad person, but I just feel, I, I mostly feel bad for her rather than relate to her. Stella, not Blanche. Uh, did I say Blanche? You, you said Stella. I, I said Stella. Sure. Okay. I don't feel bad for Blanche. I, I think Blanche okay. is a bullshitter. Okay. Who's kind of a a weirdo like uh-huh. she's just a little bit she reminds me of like the woman from uh, street, uh, uh from streetcar named desire she reminds me a bit of that woman from uh Sunset boulevard you know where it's mm. like she's so like grandiose and over the top and she talks in this like southern bell way yes you know? interesting interesting it's interesting how they set that up and how kind of the characters go through with like your opinions of them because i was the same way i was like thrown in and i'm like oh blanche she seems like she's a lot i don't know about yeah know about her. <laughs> but then you just you just kind of feel bad for her. Yeah, I do feel bad for her. I yeah. guess I feel bad for a lot of people. I feel bad for all the women in this movie. Yeah, I hear mm. that. Yeah, Which is so weird because the scene that everyone remembers is Marlon Brando screaming Stella at the top of his lungs. And I'm like, Marlon Brando's a kind of an asshole. Like, well, you'll you'll see why. There's, there's a reason why that, that part is pretty good. Well known. It's pretty, yeah. Because it's not in your half of the movie. No, it's it is there's not. It is in my house. Oh shit! <laughs> he does tell. He does that twice now. Apparently. Oh shit! Yeah, interesting. Oh. Okay. And and welcome everyone to <laughs> like what makes this podcast so fun. <laughs> okay, interesting. Interesting. Because in my half of the movie, there is a part where he 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 hurts Stella. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think because he's just in like a drunken a drunken rage, a blind drunk rage. He hurts Stella. She runs away, and then he starts screaming, "Hey, Stella!" And he screams into the camera. And it's like that's always the shot. That's the scene I always see when I. Oh, hear interesting. About this movie. See, I I did not know. I don't know the scene you're referencing. Oh. But I'm assuming I thought it was maybe the later half, of when he does that again. Oh. So there you go. Because he doesn't learn his lessons. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. so maybe that's why it's important. You know, you set it up the first time, and then you knock those pins down later. Right. right? It's interesting. That's movie making, baby. That's that's that storytelling. That's right storytelling there. right there. Well, this is also so Tennessee Williams was a really well known. A, a playwright that's mm. the other thing this movie is originally a play which is you can tell because it all yeah. takes place in one scene yeah one, <laughs> one house basically yeah um and I, i'm i think a lot of people know tennessee williams as being a writer who is really good at a monologue <laughs> or like really good at characters just spilling their guts Staying out stuff all over the place and not stopping which is a choice it's a choice but I almost, I'm almost impressed because the actor who plays Stella and the actor and Marlon Brando as well, like when Blanche says her lines, they feel very theatrical and overly verbose. But when Marlon Brando and when the actor who plays Stella talk and say their lines, it doesn't feel like that. Like it is the same lines, but like the way that their performances are feels a little bit more grounded and real to me, at least. 
Well, I think that's because Stella is such a grandiose, strange character. Blanche is. Sorry, you're right. Ah, Blanche is going to happen a lot, ah. baby. Watch out. Blanche is such an over-the-top character. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. In her grandiose plans. But th- what I'm like saying that. is, that, like, this goes to show, I don't know if it's the strength of the writing or the, just the strength of the acting as well. You know what I mean? Because there's clearly a voice that is being given to Blanche that nobody else in this movie seems to have. I think it comes down to acting. More, yeah, yeah, yeah. More yeah, so yeah. than writing, I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Personally, because I think everyone does their own different job. But mm-hmm. what the words that are given to them are very similar. Yeah. But d- there's definitely weirder words given to Blanche. Oh, yeah? Definitely a lot more words. A lot of, a lot of different things. Yeah, Not yeah, yeah. quite sure. She speaks backwards most of the time, I feel. Oh. It's very strange. Like, she'll tell a story with, like, the worst thing that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you'll be like, what's going on? And then she'll be like, oh, well, actually, this is that, and this is that, and then this is how we got to this. It's so weird because, like, you, you see these black and white old-timey films from like the early 50s mm. and you're just like there's no way that we can relate to people from like these times like they, they must be so far removed from the way people act nowadays yeah. and in some ways they do but i don't know there's something about this movie i like know these people man like i yeah. know a blanche i know uh uh-huh. sadly i know i know people like uh marlon brando i, I know stella's like these I, people feel very real and lived into me i think so too i think they have a sheen of grandiose old timeness, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Like there's there's a veneer to them. There's a, a veneer over to them where they're yeah. like, oh, these are very exaggerated types of people yeah, 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 yeah. that I see nowadays. Yeah, but I know people like yeah, yeah, Blanche yeah. who it's like they jump into a conversation in like a negative way to gain sympathy for themselves, mm-hmm. and then when they see that sympathy, they overreact and they try to like backpedal and they try to like paddle around it and try to find a yeah, way yeah. to make it fu- like I know this, you know, like it's it's that's what I find so amazing is, is like even back in the fifties, th- these people exist. Even though it was theatrical, it, people existed, and this this uh, Tennessee Williams did a really good job of at least I think capturing it. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I yeah, think. I agree with that, and yeah. I think there's also like Marlon Brando's character is just like everyone knows the fucking yeah the alpha fucking fuck alpha up. smart smart guy who's yeah. Smart guy who seems upset that he kind of is a standard dude or whatever. There isn't like so yeah. I don't know much about him other than he flies up the handle a lot. lot. <laughs> he drinks a, a lot, lot. <laughs> and and he seems like a smart guy. Like, uh, what is it? Blanche calls him a brute, and he seems brute-ish. But I, That's he's not he's dumb. Jack. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Look Marlon at him Brando. here, and look at him in like the Island of Doctor Moreau. You're just like, how is it the same fucking guy? Man. Oh my god, he's so hot in this movie. I know, he's jacked as fuck. <laughs> he's so attractive in this movie. Yeah. It's insane to me. You're like, okay, yeah, I see why he got cast. It's, maybe it isn't his acting ability, huh? <laughs> maybe not. Maybe he's like the the um I don't know, I can't think of a modern bad actor who's like yeah. A modern bad actor who gets cast a lot, but he's also attractive. Yeah. That's most of the cast of uh, Fast and Furious. Oh. So. I, what? Mm. Oh, You think come Vin on. Diesel's attractive? I think a lot of people. Yeah, I think people think Vin really? Diesel's attractive. I think people think Vin Diesel's attractive. I think attractive. guys look at him and go, that guy's cool. And that's it. I don't he's think He's got anyone... muscles. You know, he's got a brutish attitude to him. I, think... I don't know. He looks like a big dweeb. <laughs> He's probably gonna. I think he looks like a big muscly baby, but I think there's people. I'm sure there's people out there who are like, yeah, that's 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 my ideal look. Yeah, there's that. And it's not just Vin Diesel. You got The Rock. You got Jason Statham. There's people in there that are that I think people think are conventionally attractive. I guess so. Han's the most conventionally attractive, and all of them, and he's dead. <laughs> anyway, let's not get started on that. No, that's, let's talk instead about Streetcar Named Desire. Blanche is apparently a middle-aged woman, even though she's played clearly by a younger woman. Um, 
Yeah, she's like in her thirties maybe, but she's like supposedly supposed to be she's like supposed 45 to be or something and like she's that. She's always talking about her age. And I'm just like, yeah. this is clearly a young woman. Like it's the woman from Gone with the Wind, I believe. Oh really? Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, this is it's it's an interesting choice. Yeah. So she arrives uh in search of her sister, Stella. Uh, she's uh, sort of surprised by the life that Stella's eked out for herself because Blanche and Stella both come from, like, riches mm. uh, in uh, Mississippi, I think. Oh, so uh, probably racism. Oh, yeah. Well, later on, Blanche just straight up says that uh, Marlon Brando is, like, lower, like, he's... What is oh, oh, a Polak. That, too. Subhuman as well. Oh, cool. She calls him subhuman. And I'm like, this is a race thing. This is clearly. But like, yeah. So it's like she says that. And then even Stella's like, yeah, I know what you mean. But and it's just sort of like that's very much someone who's also grown up around that sort of racism. And man, yeah, things are racist against other white people. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. But they're different from us. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And so you so she shows up and she's just like, hey, Stella, I need to live with you. All the money is gone. Yeah. We had apparently a fortune. I'm pretty sure probably a plantation. Uh, but although it's all gone. <laughs> yeah. It all got lost at the war. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, is like, and, and Stella's like, how did you lose it? Like, she's sort of just like, how, how, how is that much money gone? Does this, is this ever gone into in your half of the movie at all? I don't think so. Okay. Cause Marlon Brando's also just like, what the fuck is going on? And she's just like, you know, fucking loans and shit. But Marlon Brando's like immediately suspicious. Like he's digging through her papers and yeah, yeah. He's, he's like grabbing her coats and fur coats and just going like how did she how could you afford something like this and you know it's just like yeah fair she probably just spent it all like you could just that's a lot of money to spend though you know we Um, live in america baby there's uh, a lot of ways to spend money that is true she's probably just bad with money um and so the other thing i would like to say about this movie is it feels very just Messy is not the right word, but it's the word I'm going to choose. Mm-hmm. It it feels very messy, where like people are just grabbing shit and throwing it around. They're just grabbing each other, pushing each other, breaking shit. Yeah, like, no, that's good. They do do that a lot. It's just like a. It's like watching an, a a black and white version of a Jerry Springer program. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're right. You're 100 right. Everyone's like, so if someone sweaty. popped up and was like, "Bland, you're the mother." Yeah, the KKK just like shows up. You know, this KKK beat the, the fuck up, and then <laughs> <Just> <laughs> yeah. Stella, 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 Stella. The audience screams. Uh, oh, it just feels man. very messy, and I'm like, I'm just, I'm just like, it's just, it feels real. Like this is like a real sort of messy. It feels it's just not the kind of messy you ever see in an but early. But I also 50s feel films. like maybe it's kind of just a weird view of poor people too like they're always just punching each other yeah and grabbing things and just treating things like shit and maybe i do, that's de- why they're poor I do think a lot of this is sort of from blanche's point of view of like how much shit is just grabbed and thrown away or thrown around i don't know though maybe uh, i don't know maybe i don't know i can't get a read on it i'm not sure i i like it it feels very it's tactile different. yeah and very real uh but also I, this is what i'm starting to learn that like this feels also like a very theater theatrical uh, yeah. like everyone grabbing everything i'm like i don't know i don't know if things are different in the 50s that like i don't remember people like grabbing shit all the time like you don't remember people in the 50s <laughs> grabbing shit like i don't you, see that yeah, in other yeah. movies is what i'm saying well that's what i like about this you know uh-huh. uh yeah i feel like back in the old days you never see any movies of people grabbing anything they're just sort of like like floating around the room that's true you yeah. know with vaseline over the lens <laughs> Uh, so I kind of dig it, but also this is sort of a good indication of like uh, how fucking like uh, Marlon Brando likes to just throw his wife around. A oh, lot. Marlon like, Brando, 
big time piece of shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, yeah. it's so, like, at first you're kind of like, okay. And this way because we're men. But I'm like, okay. <laughs> I see where he's coming from, kind of. Yeah. But he also, like, deals with everything the worst way oh, possible. Yeah. The worst way. Just yeah. grabbing Grabbing women, yelling at them, saying, I'm the man, damn it, I'm yeah. the boss. There's one part where like he grabs Stella like by the arm really hard, and I can see the actor looking at her arm, and I'm just like, Was that real? Like, did he really like hurt her there? Like, I don't know. It felt very real. Good acting, Good I guess. Acting, who knows? I don't know. But yeah, it was very surprising. Uh and yeah, and immediately Ryland Brandon's like, I don't trust your sister Stella. He's not a she's not a good person. She's yeah. lying to us. Uh-huh. Um and then there's also weird stuff between the two of them where, like, whenever Stella leaves the room, Blanche seems to, like, be really attracted to Marlon Brando. And Marlon Brando has this sort of, like, quiet to him. So I think she thinks he might be attracted to her, but really he's just trying to get information out of her. Uh, but there's a lot of scenes of Blanche. a lot of weird tension between those two. Very weird tension. And even there's one part. I was weirded as fuck by this part <laughs> where, like, Blanche leaves with Stella and she's like, I, I flirted with your with your husband, Stella. I did it. I promise. And she's like, what the fuck? Why are you just, like, saying that to Stella? That's weird you as know, hell. Some people are different back then. I guess that's true. That's... It was very weird. It's almost kind of funny because Stella's not bothered by it at all. And I was like, does Stella know, like, she's Blanche is, like, up there? Bullshit, yeah. Just saying shit. Or, yeah, yeah maybe. maybe she's just lying. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So there's that. Um what else would I want to say? Marlon Brando is a sweaty man. Uh, yeah, he is. He's a sweaty guy. I mean, it seems hot in New Orleans, so <laughs> yeah. I understand. So, uh, Real Reveals the State was you lost. Know, a, a surprising la- lack of black people in New Orleans. Very strange. <laughs> I, there was, but there was, like, there was like a Mexican guy. There were, yeah, there was a lot of Mexican people. There's in, some black people. Okay, I didn't see a single one of them. Oh, okay, there was a just, couple of them. I saw just mysterious Mexican lady. <laughs> Did yeah, you see Mysterious like, Mexican Lady in your half? I saw Mexican guy who plays cards okay, with yeah, Marlon Brando. Too, yeah. Uh and then I saw a couple of black people like selling stuff, but like I they none of them were main no, characters. No, of course not. No. Um so uh what is it? Oh yeah. One other thing I forgot to mention. Blanche had a dead husband. Yes. She has a dead husband. Yeah, you know Young what? guy. I had a dead husband. But he's alive. He's again. alive now. Yeah. He's a zombie. He and- I call him uh Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> and he died young, apparently too. Uh-huh. Uh, like, she keeps his like a uh, 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 little like uh, uh, letters around. Oh, uh, they're gonna say ashes. They're just oh. rolling, rolling around with these. I wonder. Yeah, he's probably buried. Huh? Back in the day, nobody got burned. That was probably like that they're was like, like we have land knew? forever. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. You won't go to heaven if your body's not intact or some weird. I shit. believe that it's <laughs> definitely a thing from back in the day. Uh, so then Mitch has like a card game. Mitch, sorry. Uh, uh, Marlon Brando is a card game. Mitch comes by, sees Mitch, yep. Blanche, and the two hit it off immediately. But again, this is good, like, acting, writing, I don't know. It's very clear that Blanche is just starved for affection. Yeah, yeah. And Mitch is going to give it to her, yeah, you yeah. know? And I love that. Like, it's so interesting a, a, a relationship between these two because it's like he's like falling all over himself like he, mm. he's sort of like impressed by her and she just sort of like giggles at him sort of like an old because like, she is older but just like an older woman giggling at like a younger man you uh-huh. know and it's like and then and then he sort of like reveals how they like they sort of like have a conversation together where they talk about a cigarette case and it never really feels, and it's, again, I don't know if I want to give it to the writing or the acting, but it never really feels like these two have made an actual real connection. It seems just more like, 
she's starved for affection and so is he you know yeah. it's very interesting but that's also the thing it's like back in the day people would get married a drop of a hat yeah, that's in true the too. 50s you know be like oh cool you're not gonna beat me regularly okay well, i guess you're good that's what happened to like, marlon brando and stella is like he came back from the war yeah and you know she saw him in all of his like doodads from the war <laughs> the doodads. The doodads, that's the what they call all that listen here your lieutenant corporal <laughs> here's your latest doodad, doodad. from murdering <laughs> all those nazis <laughs> Look, I got a purple doodad yeah, purple for this. Doodad. A, oh, man, I hate the Vietnam War. Throw my purple doodads in the water. <laughs> uh, uh, Take but, that, Uncle Sam. I'll sit on your doodads. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, uh, Yankee Doodle sing the song Doodad. <laughs> doodad. Doodad up his butt. Was it macaroni up his butt? I don't remember. Wait. No, that's Yankee Doodle wants to town ride on a pony. Is that a different song? Oh, you might be right. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so, um, but also during this card scene, everyone just keeps getting more and more aggravated, mostly because they're all drinking, mostly Marlon Brando. God, there's so much drinking there's in this. There's so much. Like, it's Marlon Brando just grabs, like, a fucking wide bottle and just, like, swigs it back, sitting around everybody. And Blanche keeps trying to bother him by, like, turning the radio on. And then he goes in and just grabs the radio and fucking smashes it. And then Stella's like, don't do that. And then he fucking grabs Stella and, like, pushes her against a wall and shit. And then Stella runs away, goes upstairs to the woman that lives upstairs. And then he goes, Stella. 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 And then he apologizes and and Stella goes back to him. And it's in this moment where we, I feel like, change the point of view of the movie from who I used to look at it through Marlon Brando's eyes or Stella's eyes. We're now seeing it through Blanche's. And we're just like, oh, Stella's in not a very good relationship. Yeah. Uh, but then Blanche confronts Stella about this. Uh-huh. And Stella's like, I love him. And, yeah. you know, he's a good guy. And sometimes he drinks a bit. But I love him and I'm going to stand behind him. Yeah, and that's just kind of a weird, that's just, it's hard to chalk up, like, the relationship between men and women back in the day. Because everyone back in this movie was yelling at each other. Yeah, like, and I don't know if that's, like, normal. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I don't, I want to say no. I want to say, well, it's not normal. Right, like, But back no. in the day. But is it back in the day normal? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's I don't yeah. know. I mean, none of us were alive then. No, 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 um, no not at all. I was not alive. <laughs> I was not alive then. We weren't alive for sure. No. Um... And, you know, if I'm going to ask my grandpa, like, hey, do you scream all the time and throw, <laughs> and throw your wife against the wall? I don't know if he's going to say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah. you're not going to get an honest answer. Right. Especially um, for my grandpa. Yeah. Because he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> not um, a straight answer there. So I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's it's odd. It's odd. So it's hard to judge that. But from our perspective it's bad it's bad it's bad and it seems like the movie's saying it's bad i think it is okay. i definitely think it is but what i also find interesting is the movie is the actor who plays stella which by the way she was oh no what's her name she was in planet of the apes she was the lady in planet of the apes mm, she played the lady ape she played the lady ape yeah i love i love her yeah she's such a good actor like, i barely saw her in my half oh, she is she's bit. definitely underplayed in this movie there's one part where she goes back man there are some great shots in this. This movie shot so fucking well for the 50s. Like, <laughs> I am really impressed with how this movie is filmed. It's easy when you got a set. Yeah, but even the lighting is really good. Like, they do a really good job. There's one part where whatever somebody brings up babies. By the way, Stella's pregnant. and She's uh, been pregnant this whole time. She's been pregnant. I think so. Okay. 
Uh, and I shouldn't be shaking your pregnant wife around, but just that's probably okay. not probably not a good thing to do. I mean, you shouldn't shake your wife around normally, but, <laughs> extra, but definitely not extra your pregnant bad. wife. Yeah. yeah, now you're shaking two lives. Yeah, around. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> sushi next, and give her a bottle of alcohol. There you go. I mean, she is surrounded by Blanche, who smokes like a chimney. Uh, you know, so. Oh, really? I don't think I ever see her smoke. Oh, there's any smoking. There's all drinking in my half. Anyway, oh, there's continue. a lot of smoking in my half. Anyway, so. Uh, it's the 50s. It was good for you back then. Where was I? Ethan, you've interrupted me, and now I've lost I'm my sorry, train of thought. I'm sorry, I lost your train of thought. What was uh, I talking about? I was talking about, uh, obviously, you know, you asking me to remember something? I got it. Ah, thank you. So. I, I did it. You're welcome. Thank you. There's one part where, when, when that Stella scene happens, where mm-hmm. he's like, hey, Stella, Stella. He, she, Stella, we follow her and she sort of like moseys down the stairs. And this whole time, Stella's been sort of seen as like the sister who she's not as like, you know, she's not as like pretty as Blanche is. You know, mm-hmm. she's a bit more like normal looking. But the way she like crawls down those stairs is very like sexual. Like, I feel like in the 50s, there were probably like riots seeing this woman crawl down the stairs. Would she actually crawl like on all fours? Not on all fours. Okay. She's, she's sort of just like moseying, you know? Uh, okay, okay. Like, I, I don't know how to describe it. What am I doing? Ooh. Like, oh, you're just being sexy, Thanks, dude. Thanks, man. Just, you, just walk, you just sashay away. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, coming yeah. down. Just, I, you're giving me Beyonce. <laughs> You're giving me Rihanna rolled up in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like coming These down two the women rolled up in one. Rolled up in one. That's, That's what, what you're Stella's giving me. That's doing. what Stella is. All right. Yeah. And, and then she like clasps onto Marlon Brando. Uh-huh. And we just see him from behind. Nice. And we see his flesh and we see her fingers just like digging into his back. Oh and my it God. just it's like they're it's like they're fucking without fucking. It's like they become one being and Damn. For that's, a how, second. that's how they got pregnant. Yeah, right then <laughs> and there. That that's why way. she's got a baby. And it's just so, like, there's something very visceral about that shot. And it's just like, you can see from Blanche's point of view why this relationship is not good. But you see in this moment how red hot their, like, love is for each other. Lust yeah. is, probably. And it's just so, like, it's just, it, it really is a testament to the actor who plays Stella. Because she's just, like, she plays this sort of just, like, you know... A woman who's like, you know, she looks after her husband. She looks after very housewife like, right? And in this moment, she's become a completely different person, and she is like the woman. Now like, you see why she's, she's sisters. Beyonce. She's yeah. you know, you see why she's sisters now with Blanche. Right, right, ways. right. It is. It's incredible, and I'm like, wow, that's like a really amazing sort of transformation to have been witnessed. On, on it's only on brief, scene. right? Like very brief. You yeah. don't see that very often. There's one other part I wanted to talk about where whenever somebody brings up babies around Blanche. She immediately gets like, like triggered, uh-huh. uh, into like her past with her ex-husband who's dead. I think they might have had a baby. I'm not 100 sure about that. Who knows? Okay, I thought maybe it came up in your half. Uh, and there's this part where like the lights are flashing on her, and I'm just like, wow, this is like really poorly lit. I don't know why they did this, but it's clear that as the scene progresses, it's supposed to be sort of her internally dealing with the 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 you know the the, the trauma of her uh-huh. life. You know, it's very interestingly shot, very beautiful. Yeah. Uh, all right. And then to end my half the movie, she's waiting upon Mitch to arrive yeah. at the house because they were going to have a date. Oh. Now, I think you popped in when Mitch showed up. Um, That's the first well, thing I you saw, think... right? Is Mitch showing up. Yes. So Mitch shows up. did you see the ma- the little the like the, the, the young man who was leaving at the time? Yeah. What was up with that? Okay. I don't know. Okay, because there's just so, a guy there, yeah. and she's this like, "This is so great." She's like, "I thought it was Marlon Brando at one point because I just didn't. It was no. too early in the movie. Right, right, right. I didn't right, know right. who everyone was. I just thought that was Marlon Brando. I don't know. Like anything it, like it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm so just gonna, what was the first thing you? The saw? The first thing I see is just like this lady just 
kissing this dude? Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on? And then, so and then comes- Mitch shows up and is just like Bowser and gives her flowers. I'm like, okay, what's going on? Yeah. She's just like, yeah. going through different guys here. So this guy shows up to like, I think he's trying to like sell magazines or something or, or like a newspaper. And she's just like, immediately attracted to him uh-huh. and then he she starts flirting with him and trying to get him not to leave and i think maybe she, he reminds her of like her ex-husband who's dead or something okay and then eventually they kiss as you see and then he just leaves and then mitch shows up and i'm yeah, like wow warming again. yourself up for uh mitch yeah, yeah, i there guess you go. It's very interesting. It's like she seems so haunted in this scene. You know, it's like she's it's like a power is taken over and she can't control herself. Yeah. Anyway, she's got the hornies. Yeah, she's got the hornies, the, the whole hornies where she's like, boy, if I just had companionship, I'd be happy. Yeah. Yeah. So Mitch shows up yeah. and bows to her and gives her flowers. Yes, that's um, right. He does bow, doesn't he? Uh, let's see. Uh, they go out to dinner. Um, I don't know what's really happening at this point, but Blanche okay. is feeling bad. Mitch is like, what the fuck? Can I kiss you? And she's like, why do you ask you and kiss me? You kissed me before. And he's like, well, I didn't, I didn't think you liked it. She's like, well, I like to kiss. I just didn't like the other implications she was doing or he was doing, uh, but not the other stuff. And he's like, she's like, haha, that's funny. And Mitch is like, alpha mode, and is just like, oh, are you laughing at me? Oh. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm not laughing at you. Um, you're a nice man. Um, and he's like, yeah, well, I've been working out. I go to the gym. You <laughs> punch me in the stomach. And uh, I won't feel it. Oh, no. And, and she, like, tries to punch him. I've been he, listening to Joe Rogan yeah, podcast. Honestly, it feels like that. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, isn't that great? How, I weigh, guess how much I weigh? She's like, I don't know, 180? He's like, no, 207 pounds. I'm six foot three. And my cock is massive. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he's definitely not six foot three. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and she's, he's like, what's your weight? And she's like, what? <laughs> Don't ever ask a woman I know. to wait. And then he's like, I'll pick you up. Wow, you're light as a feather. And then he tries to kiss her. Mm. And um she's like, Oh, I don't I don't know. We can't be we can't be doing this out in the public. This is weird. Mm. No, I have old fashioned ideals, Mitch. <laughs> Mitch is like I have old fashioned ideals that just randomly kiss boys that are trying to sell me magazines. It's very strange. Yeah. That's I think the juxtaposition of her and how they're trying to portray her bipolar disorder in yeah. some ways. Yeah. Um and so Mitch is so horny man. He goes and grabs a pole and just kind of like hugs on it. I'm like, damn, this <laughs> He's going to humble pole. He's fucking thirsty. <laughs> He's got cum coming out of his eyeballs. All right. So then we got um She's like, "Oh, we should go out." He's like, "Oh, you're friends with Stanley, right?" Mm. Or you love with Stanley, right? Like Maybe we should go out with them. And she's like, oh, I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, Stanley doesn't really understand me. Mm. And then uh, Mitch is like, well, how old are you, Blanche? <laughs> this guy's asking this I know. woman his way she's like, and her age. She's like, why would you ask that? And he's like, well, I talked to my mom. She's like, you talked to your mom about me? He's like, yeah, I like you. Also, she's sick. Oh, she's, yeah, he lives with his mom. His My mom's going to die soon. Yeah. And she's like. Oh wow, that sucks. You know, I know what it's like to be lonely. Let me tell you all, like this story, all about me now, mm-hmm. my hu- and how I had a husband. Yes, tell me all about He's it. He's dead, and I killed him. What? And it's like that exactly. They're like, whoa, holy shit! And he's like, <laughs> I don't understand. And um, what? She's like, was, yeah. Was he she literally said her? like, like the only way a lost child cries. She's saying all this weird shit. He's like, I don't understand. She says, neither did I. That's why I killed him. And I'm like, what the fuck? So what happened was apparently I drove one night to. A casino, and at one point he ran. This is it. I'm telling her story backwards. Right. He ran out, and he w- she heard a gun blast, and she's like, "Whoa!" She comes over, and she realizes he killed himself, 
And the reason he killed himself is because they were dancing and he, she just says, you're weak. I've lost respect for you and I despise you. She oh. said to him on the dance floor. So he, she didn't actually kill him. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's what, exactly. That's the same thought. You were like, yeah. what? <laughs> Holy shit. I'm like, damn. Blanche is fucking cold. She blanched him. She blanched yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, iced him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then um, he's like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Uh, you need someone, Blanche, now. You need to not be lonely. Mm. You need me. Um. And then she says a line that I wrote down because it's very strange because all her dialogue is very strange. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like it. One of them is just because she talks so strangely. Yeah, she's, you know, she's a Mississippi girl. Yeah, she think. says, yeah, she says, sometime there, sometimes there's God so quickly as he's like kissing on her. It's very strange. It is interesting. Yeah. yeah, she does have a very sort of illustrative way of speaking. Very illustrative. Very much saying just things that kind of make sense, but don't. She Isn't she the one that says, I rely on the kindness of strangers? Yes. Yeah. She Oh, she did say it. What did she say in your half? What, what, do you, what do you mean? She didn't say that in your half? You're just noting a quote from That is a quote up. from this movie, yes. Okay. So you, know all, you know all the quotes. Okay. I know, I know too. <laughs> I know Stella. There's a reason I why. I rely on the kindness of strangers. Yes. There's a reason why. So, um, Interesting. Let's see. Do, 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 go. So go ahead and marry her. Okay. <laughs> I got to so, tell you guys, I didn't write notes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> These notes are rough because there's different things that are happening. Yeah, there's, a, there's a lot in this movie. There is. There's a lot to, there's a lot to parse through. Um, So I guess Marlon Brando's yelling at Mitch. was like, go ahead and marry her. She's been in my place for five months. She's going through guys like crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. She has been living with them for a while. For a while. She? Yeah. Um, And so... He was Mitch was telling to Stella like you know your sister like no one everyone about knows about her and Oriole which I guess is where they live now I thought they lived at Desire but I don't know if Oriole's like a different place <laughs> these are all different parts of New Orleans I believe okay yeah so these are all like different streets and different stuff. streets okay uh oh I think Oriole's probably different oh yeah there is this like rumor going around that she went to some like really gross club or something it's like implied I don't know I don't know okay but she's but she's like you know he's your sister's like everyone knows about her Oriole, and it's not a good thing. Like Mm-mm. that whole town is against her. They don't respect her at all. She's like a floozy or whatever. Right. They don't okay. really say it, which is kind of interesting. They kind of like dodge the subject, but like you kind of know what they're trying to imply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So it's like, also don't expect Mitch is coming supposed to come by tonight for dinner. Mm. He's not going to come by. I talked to him at the. I talked to him at the at work today. Right. Um. Because she's a flu, he's a flu, so he might not come by. So Desire is a location in New Orleans. Okay. That's just a part of New Orleans. What about Oriole, then? I'm so, looking that up so right is that now. that a street? Okay. Yeah. Um. So now Marlon Brando gets, like, weirdly drunk at dinner yeah. and just starts yelling, like, I'm the king around here, and don't you forget it. And he just starts smashing his plate because, oh, like, Blanche won't stop talking about stuff mm-hmm. and Stella's just kind of listening and but Blanche is just going on and on she's like I'm the king around here starts smashing his plate it's like don't you want to I'll clean up your plates too if you want Jesus and he's like Christ. no we're, we're good please don't and I'm just like good lord <laughs> <laughs> um Oriole Street mm-hmm. there you go Oriole oh, Street's in New Orleans okay yeah. cool okay um uh let's see let's see let's see, let's see. okay so all it's all Marlon Brandon wants to do is get with uh, Blanche's sister Stella, 
Um, but she calls him a Polak. Yeah. And he's like, what the hell? I'm not a Polak. I'm from Poland or something, but not a Polak or something. Oh, no. He says, I'm 100% American, damn it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. American. I was born here. Mm-hmm. I lived here. I'm not a Polak, which I'm like, I mean, I understand I'm getting pissed off about that. <laughs> <laughs> and he just starts, This guy, someone calls him. And it's like, I guess the bowling league. And he's just like, no, we're not going to go bowl at that shitty club. We're going to bowl somewhere else. <laughs> Fuck or, it, dude. Let's go bowling. Oh, I don't want to go bowling. I'm going to go bowl at this other place. That, that place is, sucks. That is how weird you to Marla Brando is he's, he's at just, a bowling place and he's just fighting people. He's just yelling all the time. Like yeah. everyone who calls him just yells all like his wife and her sister just cower in fear the whole time basically mm-hmm. of this this brute force of a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's subhuman. Um and he's and he's just yelling it's just like Stella we were great like I know I mean to Blanche but like we were great before Blanche was here. We were doing great but as soon as Blanche came like everything went out the window. Our relationship has just been deteriorating. That is so interesting because we only know then their after. relationship after Blanche's arrived. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Which, like, I guess probably could be causing a rift. Possibly. Fair. I don't know, but it's like, was the relationship how, great beforehand? Yeah, was it? I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Maybe this is giving a new perspective. Yeah. Anyway, Blanche is drunk in the middle of the room and gets a late night knock from Mitch. Mitch comes in, but he breaks in, basically. He oh. knocks on Thor enough and breaks in. And then does a weird shit where he's like, why is the fan on? I don't like fans. And she's like, okay, I'll. Fuck, bitch. She's I like, take it all back. Yeah, yeah, you Fuck, should. bitch. Oh, you wait. Um, and uh, Jesus she, he Christ. turns off the fans. She's like, you know what? She's just talking about hearing polka music. Does that ever come? Polka up? music? Yeah, she's like, I hear some polka music in my head. No. She's like, he's like, are you boxed out of your mind? I had to look that up, and I was like, oh, it just means crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Context um, clues, even. I, I know, but you never know <laughs> yeah. in these type of movies. If there's True. something else going on, if they're implying something else. Mm. She's like, you know what? He's like, you know what? i never seen you in the light. Every time we go, we're always going somewhere dark. You never come out after before 6 p.m. Mm. I never had a real good look at you in the light, Branch. So he, like, grabs her, puts her under a light, turns on the light, and he's just like, ah, you know, you look good still. I don't mind you looking old. <laughs> but I do mind you not being straight. And I was like, oh, fuck. She did. <laughs> oh, shit. Is that what this is all about? She yeah, going? Does everyone know about her because she's the lesbian on Oriel Street? Oh my is god! Is that what this is about? Yeah. No. no. <laughs> Not, at all. Not at all. That wasn't even a concept in the fifties. <laughs> straight meeting, like, uh, like honest, honest on the straight and narrow yeah, path. Exactly. Um, <laughs> how some things have changed. <laughs> that was like a second I thought that, and I was that like, no, nah, awesome. there's no way. You're a lesbian, no Blanche. <laughs> they wouldn't even dare dare Never. to mention that in the fifties, no. early fifties. No way. Or, or just, also make Blanche a character at all that we'd want to be related yeah, to. That's yeah, that's very true. Feel any sort of sympathy towards. Um, and she's like, she's like, you know what? Fine, I'll be honest. Like, I have had many meetings with strangers. After my husband died, it's the only way I could find comfort, and I meet him again. Like, I don't care. Oh, that's where the kindness of strangers line comes. Yeah, I see. Yes, well, kinda. Okay. So then, um, so there's random Mexican lady coming up. Just she hears voices, and it's just. A lady going, uh, flores para los muertos, which means flowers for the dead. Uh-oh. And she's just coming up to the door. And Blanche opens the door and is like, ah! And then just shuts the door. This lady's just like, you want flowers for the dead? And I'm like, I don't know. Is she just, like, afraid that she's dead now because she's so old? I don't know what this really implies. I, I'm going to take weird. a stab and say that Blanche doesn't know Spanish. No, <laughs> no, she says it in English, too. Oh, okay. She says it in English. <laughs> just, you know. Because the audiences are not going to I think that's it. just her tr- being triggered towards her dead husband, right? 
I guess so. Yeah. I guess. Or maybe um, also the oncoming death. Because she's so old. The death of her youth or whatever. Yeah. That yeah. Maybe she can't get by on strangers anymore. I think maybe oh. that's oh. one of the reasons. Strangers with fucking gross ass uh, fetishes now. Yeah. Yeah. Grainy porn <laughs> strangers. Yeah, you don't want to deal with those gentlemen. I've always relied on the kindness of granny porn freaks. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> fans is off the rails. <laughs> Some... Uh, which is funny because she just looks like a thirty-five year old. She, yeah, she just wear. She's a thirty-five year old who's wearing a little bit too much makeup. Yeah, that's about yeah. It. Um. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, so she's like, I used to live in a place where soldiers would roll up and call my name, Blanche, Blanche. Like people just wanted me and desired me. Mm-hmm. Um, and now Mitch is like, I'm gonna kiss you, and so. I'm like, oh man, maybe he's turned away. I'm like, okay, maybe he does empathize with her. Yeah, and starts kissing her, and she's like, marry me, bitch. Marry me. And he's like, nah, I don't want to. You're not clean enough to bring home to mom. And I'm like, oh, my God. You're also like a grown man, bro. Fuck (laughs) that mom. Yeah, right. She's going to die. She is going to die soon. It's just like, you're. you're... This guy's a fucking weirdo. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Literally saying she's not clean enough to bring home to mom. Like, that's. Fucking weirdo. Maybe don't tell mom about that or something if she's going to get offended by it. If that thought even enters your mind, though, fuck off. Yeah, that's also true. Jesus Christ, what a creep. And then she's like, get out of here before I start screaming. And she starts like, get out of here. He runs away. She starts screaming. People are like, are you okay, ma'am? I'm going to call the cops. Mm. And she locks herself in the room, closes all doors. The cops are like, are you okay? She's like, I'm fine. Just get out of here. And then they leave. Okay. And then I couldn't tell if there was a time jump, but she got dressed. And she's like all fancy and talking to herself. And then Mm -hmm. Marlon Brando comes back. And Blanche is like, oh, how's, how's the baby? She, he's like, oh, it'll be coming tomorrow or whatever. She's still is fine. Yeah. And I was like, okay, first off, I didn't know she was pregnant. So I imagine, <laughs> I thought this was like months later, which yeah. it could be still. Could be, yeah. I mean, because she wasn't showing. Yeah, like, yeah, still yeah. wasn't showing anything. So I assume it's like a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, But uh, yeah, so she's like, yeah, that's fine. He's like, so it's just you and me now, right? And uh, he's like, yeah, okay. This is very strange with me and you alone. So <laughs> Uh, she's like well I'm going on a cruise with my old rich friend for companionship he just wants me for companionship not to do anything nasty or anything mm-hmm. and he, Marla just... Brando's like you want to bury the hatchet and make a loving cup and I had to look up what a loving cup is <laughs> it's just a drink for two people don't in a cup. fucking context clues look man loving cup <laughs> could be an old slang for like fucking for all I knew I just wanted to make sure I wasn't missing it like yes yeah. probably but well, who knows? Who, knows? who yeah. knows? You never know what the other things imply or that whatever. So you just got to double check that he's not safe. trying to make a pass. Like, on I could yeah. got this from context clues, but I just wanted to make sure that he wasn't trying to ask for something more. Right. Okay. 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 I want to see how creepy Marlon Brand was. Right. So far. Would you like to make Whoopi? Yeah. <laughs> Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg. She wasn't around back then, so he'd probably mean sex. <laughs> anyway, so they make so, a loving cup. Make, no, they don't. He's, oh. he's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to drink. You drink too much. You're drunk. Mm. And uh, she's going to go on a cruise, as you said. And um, she's like, also, did you know that Mitch came back with a bunch of flowers and like begged for forgiveness? But you know what? I didn't take him back because the one thing I can't forgive and the only unforgivable thing to me is being cruel for n- intentionally. Being cruel intentionally. Okay. Which is something I've never done. I've done a lot of bad things, but I've never been cruel and un- or intentionally. Is this you speaking or Blanche speaking? This is Blanche. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Mike. Ah, that was unintentional. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, no, it was, Bl- it was Blanche speaking. Right, right. And, um, 
Wait, she was cruel intentionally to her husband. Uh, he killed himself. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so, She's also a fucking liar. Liar so. a lot. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and so Marlon Brando's like, "Fuck this!" And it's just <laughs> like, "Listen, Blanche, there's no millionaire." There's no wire. You didn't get a wire from a millionaire. Yeah. And you know what? I know Mitch didn't come back with flowers because I know what he was doing that night. Oh, yeah, because um, he's good friends with Mitch. He's like, you ain't fooling me. And he grabs her, throws her on the bed, and is just like, you ain't fooling me. You come into my house, and you drink my liquor, <laughs> which he's very upset about. <laughs> that's the worst thing. That's the worst thing. He's yeah. always going about how she drinks liquor. She tells Mitch this. Mitch is like, I can't believe you drank all Marlon Brando's liquor. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God, all right. And he just says, you know what I say to that? <laughs> and then he just leaves. <laughs> so weird. And then guess what? Spooky Mexican lady's back talking about flowers <laughs> for the day. <laughs> Spooky Mexican lady. <laughs> they really do play it up that she's like, she's not speaking English. Do you think this is because this takes place in New Orleans and trying to do some kind of weird like voodoo yeah, thing? Yeah, voodoo but it's thing, like, but it's a Mexican it's woman. Mexican yeah, woman. Like, I don't what know. Are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> They just like look at cultures that aren't white. They're like, oh, ah! mix them all, yeah, mix them all together, whatever. Yeah. Um. So then she calls the operator. It just starts yelling, "I'm caught in a trap. I need help. I need help. I'm getting trapped here." Caught in a trap. And uh, what do you as an operator do? What like a bear trap? Yeah, like basically, like I don't know what to do. And Marlon Brando's like, "Listen, you're just you just left that phone open. Like you didn't even like hang up the phone. You're just walking around with this phone. You need to get out of here." Mm-hmm. And Blanche is like, I gotta get out. Marlon Brown's like, we gotta, gotta go through me. And it's very strange. I don't know what he's trying to do here. Um, and Marlon Brando's like, mm, maybe you won't be so bad to interfere with. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what does this mean? He's gonna take advantage of her? What is going on? What is this gonna be? I think it's just gonna be him like trying to turn his her sister against her, right? <sighs> maybe, but why would he need to be so like physically violent? It's physically threatening. Oh, okay. So that's why I'm like, I don't like these vibes. <laughs> so she breaks a beer bottle or wine bottle. And it's like, I'm, she's he's like, what are you going to do with that? She's like, I'm going to twist the other, twist the broken end into your face. Whoa. And they fight. And Marlon Brando wins. Cause he, puts, cause he's a big man. He's a big <laughs> fucking Jack dude. And he just yeah. throws her against the mirror. Um, Marlon Brando's guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, Marlon's <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> like, even if Blanche is kind of a shitty person. Like, like yeah, exactly. Come on. <laughs> She's ruining her marriage, though. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, um, definitely not. He's not at fault. So then the next day, I guess this is the next day, they're sitting playing cards, and Blanche is sat in her room, and she won't eat. And Stella's like, oh, she's not eating. She's not doing anything. And she, she pops out of her room and was like, you know, if the call comes from my millionaire man, like, <laughs> let me know. Um, uh. And she's like, wait, I want an explanation of what's going on. Why are all these men here? She's like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll let you know. She's like, okay, well, you're going to go outside and uh, and uh, are you going to leave soon? She's like, no, I'm not going to leave soon. I'm like, good. Cause... And it's also like Stella and I guess her mom. Do you know of an older lady that's there? I think that's the woman upstairs, right? Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen her come upstairs, so I've just seen her down here. <laughs> yeah, there's a woman upstairs who sort of She's like looks after Stella a, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So she is there together, and they're like, "We don't, we don't want Blanche to leave before they get here." Like, who's getting here? Who is it? So, um, is it the hospital? So, is it a metal hospital? So some people arrive, and they're like, "Oh, why don't you go meet your millionaire? He's here with the lady." She's like, a lady? Why would he have a lady with him? That doesn't make sense. This is a gentleman I'm expecting from Dallas, right? It's like, yeah. So she goes out, and it's some old man. 
with some stern-looking nurse. Oh. And uh, she's like, they're not the gentleman I've been expecting. And she runs back into the house. And Marlon Brand at this point is like standing up and like watching her very closely. Mm. And she's like, I forgot something. And she grabs this paper lantern. I don't know if it has any. Paper DJ. lantern was. Or he a... says, take this paper lantern, says Marlon Brand. That's the one thing you're free to take it. She that was it Mitch's paper lantern originally. That He, he put it on a, on a lamp. Or maybe it was hers. But he put it on a lamp the night that they met, basically. Okay. Yeah. He She grabbed it, just fell on the ground and started crying. Mm. Basically loses it, starts screaming. And then Mitch, who's at the poker game, like, f- like gets pissed off and, like, punches Marlon Brando. Because it's like, you did this to her. You made it. And Marlon Brando's like, I never touched her once. And I'm like... That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a freaking lie. Yeah. <laughs> and so the nurse comes by. The doctor comes by. And they're like, okay, do we need to restrain her at all? It's like, no, I don't need to be, no, we don't need to restrain her at all. She's like, she seems to kind of accept that, like, these people are here to take her away. Yeah. And then she says, whoever you are, let you know I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. There you go. And it's just like, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So she gets drug out or taken out. And um, Stella is upset. Mm-hmm. by this she's not happy about it she did and not know this like marlon happen. brando i can't believe you did this to me and he she runs upstairs and marlon that's brando just, that's the, starts the, yeah. yelling stella stella and she's like it'll never touch me again Whoa, and then just that's fucking, the difference yeah originally that happened and she comes down and now she's not coming down yep Whoa. and then the movie ends Whoa. Boom, ending right there baby Whoa. so you can see why like oh shit okay wow you could see like it's a lot, lots of pack. There is a lot to lots unpack, to unpack here. here. Um. Anyway, uh, so if you guys want to have a podcast, uh, <laughs> wow, that's so fucking interesting. Yeah, it's a very definitely could see why those lines are very iconic yeah. and very important yeah. to culture today, because the fact that she always depends on the kindness of strangers, strangers, strangers. <laughs> uh, I'm on Brando. I'm slow in my woods. Yeah. And now, obviously, she's been betrayed by that. Yeah. Or she needs help from someone else. But, you know, 1950s. She doesn't need 1950s mental health. Mental health is like lobotomy style. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like electrocution. Yeah. Not not great. Shock therapy or whatever. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So that's. It's it's interesting. And then, you know, Marlon Brando just clearly wants to have whatever. He wants to have whatever was, was, before, was before yeah. this happened without realizing that the damage it's going to take to go back to what that was beforehand right. is going to be irreparable, probably. Yes. And that things are going to change now. There's a, there's a baby now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just this fracture between his relationship with Stella mm-hmm. is now just forever changed. Like, it's never going to be the same. No yeah. matter how much he tried, no matter how angry he was... Like, he did not obviously deal with the situation well. No. And I don't know if she, like, if Stella consented to this. It sounds like she didn't. It sounded like she was kind of being forced into it. Yeah. But she was, like, okay with it in some ways. Like She probably knew that her sister needed help, but I also think yeah. that this is a different... It's it's tough because, like, again, dated back in the day. Yeah. Nowadays, if someone with the therapy, it's like great job. You You're should go to therapy. Out some help yeah, and all that I stuff. know a therapist. You can y- talk yeah, to them. You can talk yeah. to lots of people. Yeah, and get some help for your condition because clearly there's. We also going don't on know where she's being taken to. Like maybe she isn't being taken to like a nice, cool facility. She could be be taken to like some kind of 
it's like you the know, the fact that they're implying like, do we need restraints? Mm. Is just like you know what kind of facility. <laughs> well, yeah. Here. So maybe Stella is like she probably had one like conversation with Marlon Brando while he was drunk and yeah. she's just like yeah I think my sister needs help and that was the end of it and then he's like all right I'll put her in a fucking like nut house yeah you know? like she didn't know the extent of like what the doctors stuff would be how intense they were yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um yeah, yeah it, it's it like it's interesting because at the beginning of this movie I was bored I was like <laughs> well first off I didn't know who everyone was right. I, I got Mitch who just doesn't give me anything he's talking about how strong he is like who cares <laughs> And that then, sounds like so fucking weird. It's so lame. Yeah, yeah. And then you got Blanche. Yeah. Who's just over the top out there. And I'm just like, well, these are two characters I can't relate to. Yeah. And I keep watching. I'm like, okay, so this is where these characters are coming from. Yeah. And you could see how these two characters could really put a strain on a relationship. And it's kind of, I guess it's more of a story about like families, old families intersecting with new families mm. and how those can cause rifts and drama in that new family when the old family, because like it said, like they were having a great time. It seemed like their relationship was at least according to Marlon Brando was good. Yeah. Um, and maybe this was good for him. Exactly. It was good for him, which means he didn't need to act out all the time or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But then now that there's someone who's just gathering all the attention or doesn't seem like maybe is also running the house in some ways and like I, that's what attracting I'm thinking. people. Somebody who is not subservient to him. Yes. Yeah. That's a good point. You're right. Somebody who stands up to him. Someone, someone and, who's, who's our own person. And like, she is definitely something wrong with her, but yes. like she does stand up to him, mm -hmm. you know, and she does like, she's, have, un she's not controlled by him so right easily. like and she's not gonna, as, like, she's gonna strap stab a wine bottle at him or at least try to at least attempt it yeah um, she doesn't want to be manipulated by him mm -hmm. you know and stella mm -hmm. is basically yeah stella you know? is and it takes her a while probably to realize that clearly till the very end of the movie Cl yeah clearly to the very end of the movie before yeah. she you know what i find interesting though is what seems to awake stella to the life that she's in is being unfulfilling or damaging is some old timey, possibly plantation owning, uh, older sister arriving to like wake her up to it, you know? Yeah. Rather than like what most likely would occur is some, uh, you know, some like new young person who, I don't know, I guess I don't know what the po politics were like in the 50s. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I find that really interesting is like, it seems like. It's also kind of interesting because the thing that sort of awakes Stella to this is not just her having a baby, but also the treatment that her sister is given yes and I, I i mean i think i what is it i've seen uh big little lies and there's that one bit in it where it's like if where what is it uh one of the one of the You're on your own bud one of the wives is abused okay uh, uh nicole kidman she's abused by her husband okay and her therapist is like can you imagine your husband abusing any of your friends yes and it's then when she realizes the abuse is wrong she can usually excuse it when it's occurring to herself but when she sees it occurring to somebody else she realizes it's that's bad. very true and then also now she has a baby it's like well he abused the baby whatever right she, like or whatever that's they another part that's, another that's a whole thing. other thing yeah. that kind of like activates this awakening and still yeah. like oh shit but you know and it's the 50s so like what are you gonna do right. are you gonna divorce him like yeah, how do you do that like how do you yeah. get away it sucks like it's Stella's in a bad situation yeah and like, but hey, man, at least the neighbor upstairs seems cool to have her just chill there, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. Wait, wait, why didn't you like Stella again? I forget. I Well, I just was like, she was, okay, that's the other problem with this movie. Stella's such a small part of the movie. 
I do like yeah. Stella, but she's such a small she's part a of small the film. Part of the movie, like, but she's such a critical part. That's what I interesting. find interesting. Yeah, it's like Blanche is really like the woman that we follow the entire film, but Stella's growth is the one that actually leads to the biggest change in the film. You know, that's true. That's um, true. But yeah, because I'm like I see Stella, and I'm like, well, yeah, she's like sort of like this housewife sort of like woman who like takes care of people like that's nice i yeah. mean she is the nicest person but like it's not something i like relate to right right, right. you know because there's not much to grab onto there yeah. uh but now i realize that yeah like stella's really weirdly enough the person that we're supposed to be you know rooting for the entire movie to change and grow and improve yeah and she does i guess yeah that's true i think she's the one who did have the most room for growth because everyone else just kind of was stuck in their ways, mm-hmm. which is an interesting commentary on, I guess, how people act. It's yeah. like sometimes you have to be introspective. It's hard to adapt. It to go, yeah, it is. It's hard and to it's, change. And it's hard to be introspective, like you said, when it's happening to you. Yeah. Um, maybe she realized it wasn't so great Yeah. actually ever, and this kind of sucked. That's why I always hung out with our upstairs neighbor. Yeah. Well, and Brad would come home drunk all the time <laughs> and she's just tired of having like a drunk sister and a drunk that's another husband. good point too like maybe she is because she there's one part where uh blanche is like oh don't do that for me don't 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 make me a dinner don't make me a drink and uh stella's like i this makes me feel like home this is what i always used to do and it's mm-hmm. sort of this interesting thing of like she's always been a person who takes care of other people and she's never she's seemed the, to have taken care of herself. She's the giving tree. Yeah. And she's all out of giving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when the people who she's trying well, to now, give to are beating each other but up. But here's the other thing. She is still giving, but rather than to Marlon Brando or her sister, she has to give to her her, her uh, kid now. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. She's like, I have to worry about else. something, then I don't care about your husband. I don't care about whatever. I got to worry about my child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting movie. I liked it. I liked it, too. I'm not going to say it's like my favorite like of the older well we haven't seen many other older movies yet yeah. but you know like yeah it's not my absolute favorite but I see why people like it and it's I'm getting stuck in my craw it. yeah it's definitely something I'm going to like chew on for a little bit yeah like I watched this last night and ever since then I've just been going like it's because I obviously didn't know how it ended but I was also just going like what is my what, what, what is this saying what is this doing who are these characters mm-hmm. I, I like it I really like how it was directed it was very well written but it was directed really well like yeah the, contrast the blacks and the the whites you know the the lighting apparently i read up apparently i don't know if this is true it sounds like bullshit (laughs) apparently they made the set smaller as the movie went on to make that sounds expensive it sounds really expensive unless Unless they just push them forward push the walls closer i mean maybe maybe that seems like a lie. That's what, the, you know, everyone's like, oh, yeah, you know, the fucking Wizard of Oz, they actually went to Munchkin Land and got actual, like, Munchkins. It's like, no, they didn't. That's just some dumb bullshit. Somebody said, like, a DVD commentary is a joke. Somebody read that and put an IMDb trivia. Like, there's no way that's fucking real. IMDb but it's there and bullshit. people believe it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, apparently they did that. I don't know. I don't know if I'm willing to believe that. But there were a lot of really cool creative choices in the film, like, directorially. Yes. Ilya Kazan is, like, a very well-known old-timey director he made i think east of eden that uh was one of the two films with uh james dean you know he worked with marlon brando a lot too and yeah he was really sort of like uh he really brought like it was it, it has gravitas but it also has this really like interesting sense of like naturalism to it as well which i i was really impressed with did you know that uh that won a lot for acting. I believe it. Everyone in this movie is so good. Except Marlon Brando did not win. Everyone but Marlon Brando. Did Stella win? I believe so, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Marlon Brando was nominated but did not win. 
Best art direction too, which is I believe apparent. that. Yeah, very very good. I looking. think Marlon Brando only won. Nominated for a lot though. Like there was a lot. Yeah, this movie's a fucking good one. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, art direction is good. Um, although yeah, it is very set looking. Although they really try to I mean, cover it, it up. Doesn't, it doesn't take away from anything. No. I don't know. Like you're you're adding it over the fact that it's black and white and it's full screen. Like, yeah. And a little. Not the sharpest quality. Yeah. Like, uh, whatever version we were watching on HBO is just like. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. It's guys. not the best looking, but it looks fine. Like, yeah. Goodbye. Well, they try it too, because, like, there's there's one part where I just saw, like, a guy walking around in the background. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oops, fucking Cinema Sins movie mistake. But I realized it's just because the, 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 the where they're living is so close to the quarter, the French quarter. Yeah, they just walk right by. There's just people walking around. And so there's clearly, like, even though this is clearly shot on a set, they clearly, like, paid actors to just walk around in the background. Yeah. Which is a funny concept to me. Um, it, also, how crappy were those windows? They got to get better windows. Like, she's closing the windows. I'm like, these have so holes in them. fucking hot. You got to keep them open. No, no, no. But the windows are so shitty. Like, when she closes them, they're, like, oh, all yeah. busted up. And I'm like, are these even closed? What's the point of these being closed? <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Well, you know. Character, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, guys. Uh, sauce really very interesting. Lots, lots to chew on that we probably can't fully articulate in a movie with a thing where we just learned the last half of the movie in the beginning of the movie within an hour of each yeah. other. Yeah. Uh, I would recommend it. But yeah, you know what? Classic for a reason. Oh yeah, classic. Uh, well, that, thank you for joining our summer classic movies. If you guys have a summer classic movie you guys should recommend, you can email us at email at theatherhalfpodcast.com and us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to listen to our previous episodes, you can find about any podcasting app. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show no matter what it says, even if it just says Stella. Hey, Stella. Stella. Hey, Stella. You know, we always rely on the kindness of strangers to leave reviews. Ah, oh, that's perfect. Good night, everybody. Oh.